Hey everyone, welcome to the fourth episode of 3M Conversation with Sibu and I'm Sibu. So today we're going to be talking about trying something new. Like for all of us, there have been moments whereby we wanted to do something but never actually got the courage to start it. Maybe you may need to travel, to have a certain conversation that has been weighing heavy on your mind with someone, or just something that is new and out of your comfort zone to try, but never actually did it. So today we're going to talk about that and also talk about the new things that I have tried and how I felt about it and how it has helped me to be more open-minded and helped me to be more adventurous in a sense. Trying something new is daunting. It's stressful and it takes you out of your comfort zone because when you're trying something new there's kind of this willingness that you have to have to face and not do well in that task um or maybe not like it after you've tried it and be okay with that idea that i don't like it or i don't enjoy it as much as i thought i would but also have the the willingness to continue and push through even when it feels like the like the progress in this new activity is slow it's like i'm not getting to this point that i thought i would be getting at in this deadline that i've set for myself so now it feels like i'm failing but you're not you just take time so yeah trying something new has all those feelings that come with it and it's also those feelings that things that contribute to the mental block of you trying something new because you have those contemplations you think about that you're like maybe i'm not gonna be good at it or maybe i won't be as accomplished as i thought i would be or maybe i'll fail or maybe i won't like it and then i would have invested my time and i would feel like i would have wasted my time but sometimes it's not a waste of time it's like you just gained a badge you just gained it in your badge of I tried this thing, didn't work out, but I tried it. So for me, I've had experiences in trying th- new things that I liked, that I enjoyed, that I got good at with time, of course, and then things that I tried and I was like, mm, no, nah, this is not for me. Or I'm not feeling it the way that I want to. Or it doesn't fulfill me as much as I thought that it would. And I had to just be like, okay, I tried it. And that's it. So, as mentioned in previous episodes, I took up forum dancing on my first year of university, which was in 2017. And... My thought process when I was taking that up was that I just wanted to try something new. Something that was exciting, something that was not academic. Because, yes, um, in high school I did athletics for a little while and I did choir. But I just wanted to do something fun for myself. Because, you know, 
get to university and be in this semi-adulthood environment and like I just want to do something for myself so I remember it was like um, society expo and I was like let me let me see what I want let me see what I like let me see what I like. and I was walking through and I was like I like this like the society I like ballroom and I always watched like, Strictly Come Dancing like the next person I was like let me try this because it looks fun they look the dancers look like they're having fun so let me try it I tried it the first like practice it like it was it was hard it was hard like it, it yeah it was hard and I was like uh, let me try it again for next week let me come back next week again and I did it again I was like okay I'm enjoying this and then I did it again and again and again and it took me out of my comfort zone because number one the previous year I had taken a gap year so I had not been that physically active and I had gained a little bit of weight so it was challenging me physically but also in the second the second thing that like took me out of my comfort zone with it was that I'd be comfortable with choreography learning steps learning coordination and being in tune with my body in a way that I'd never been before because I realized as like I was progressing in my journey as a ballroom dancer that it engages a lot in you like your core you have your you have your arms have to be coordinated in a certain way it also had taught me a lot of communication between me and my partner when we're dancing so that we don't bump into other people so that we are in sync like with one another so i had to learn all those things and be like take myself into that comfort zone of yeah i'm going to be dancing and then I remember that year into schools came by which is like a local competition that we do that um, high the high schools the high school dancers they dance in but the university is also invited to compete in and normally they use it as practice to learn how to actually dance in front of an audience where the music is not gonna get stopped and you have to basically compete and yeah, that threw me. That threw me for a loop. Because now it's like, oh, I'm not just dancing in a group of my peers who are also new to dancing. Now I'm dancing in front of judges, like who have 20 some odd experience in this field, who have competed internationally. Like I'm, like I'm dancing in front of these people. And also I'm dancing in front of my family and my friends and i've been like investing my time into this now i need to show them like the investment I need to show them what i've been doing that was a nervous track and preparing for my first competition oh it was a lot putting in extra practice making sure that i'm doing everything right and then the dilemma of going to go buy your my first pair of forum shoes that was an adventure and having to get a dress that's what the dress code but i remember for that competition i 
went in like i was like okay i need a dress but then i've been busy the whole week so i haven't been able to go and get that dress so literally the morning of the competition i had to go to the mall go through every single shop in the mall that has a dress to go find a dress that fits that's going to be good for this competition so literally i bought my dress maybe two three hours before the competition and hadn't done no dress rehearsals with it my coach hasn't seen it so it's like okay i'm gonna go dance in this it better work but altogether like the, the experience was good my first competition was good but i also had those, those feelings that i'm not at the level that the other people the other like my friends and other dancers are at like i'm not at that level and kind of made me uneasy but then i had realized that we uptake choreography differently and we understand things differently and i had to realize that they probably had good chemistry before they started dancing together so they already understood each other they already knew where each other were going they already had an understanding of the task and i cannot pace myself in the same lane as them even though we started together so i had to get comfortable with that idea and also with me learning ballroom i had to realize that i need to take things one step at a time because you know when you're trying something new you want to do everything that is that that pertains to that task right like you want to do everything like you want to try all the dances and do everything and then me being a perfectionist i want to do everything to the best of my ability but it's like yeah you've only been dancing for six months take it easy like take it easy and i realized for me that was like my my downfall at the beginning like in my first year of dancing was that i was taking up too many tasks at the same time so every single one of them was being completed subpar so now i had to like figure it out and like okay pare it down take it back to the basics and then learn those perfect those steps and then move on and add more and then perfect the old stuff with the new stuff and then add a little bit more and a little bit more so i had to learn to pace myself in a sense so that i can complete the activity so i can master each of the things you know so i had to do that so when i was going into my second year of dancing i realized okay pair it back pair it back learn the dancers that you're going to, that you need to know to be in this level so my second year i was doing intermediate so with intermediate i needed to know six dancers which is um three for ballroom three for latin and then for ballroom it was the waltz the foxtrot and the quick step for latin it was the cha-cha the rumba and the jive and then in beginner I had to learn the jive, the cha-cha for Latin, and I had to learn the foxtrot and the waltz. Yeah. So now when I got into my second year of dancing, I was like, okay, we've been mastering this, the four dances that I learned last year, been learning them a little bit more, 
knowing the steps, knowing where I'm supposed to be. So now I'm coming into the second year. I'm like, okay, cool. We're learning this tool new dancer. Let's go. So I then dedicated my energy to learning the quick step and the rumper to know it, to perfect it, so that I am good at it. Because I've already tried to master the dances that I learned the year before. And then when I got into like competing for InterVarsity, I was like, okay, cool. I'm good with those dances. The chemistry between me and my and my partner is good. We're on the same wavelength. We understand one another. We know where we're supposed to be. We know our choreography. We know our routine. And we're going to be good. So when I went in into that competition, I felt good. I was like, I have done my work. The nerves of having my family watch me when I'm there. And yes, I'm competing at a national level, but it's like, it's whatever at this point. I know my, I know my stuff. I put in two years of work into this. I know what I'm doing. So then I competed and I placed fourth. That was amazing. And I know that I could have done more, could have done better. But what made that placing for, placement for me so special was because number one, two, three, and five were my teammates. So it was like, this is perfect. Like, I'm happy with this idea because these are the people that I started dancing with. These are the people that I was, like, practicing with, we were dancing all together. So to see, like, us, all ten of us standing there on that podium, it made, made me very happy. So I knew, okay, with me dedicating myself to this one task and then finishing it, I know that I have completed it, then I can take the next step and do better and do better and do better and it also helped that I had I have an amazing coach who was always like giving us critiques after every competition every practice every dance run it's like do this maybe put your hand placement here maybe do this maybe move like this so you're comfortable and that helped a lot to have a supportive partner a supportive coach, a supportive partner, and a supportive team behind me. That was like amazing because they were the ones who were encouraging me that you can go, you can go. Like even when I'm feeling tired and I'm out of breath after doing a drive, like let's do it again, do it again and again and again until you can't walk. <laughs> just just keep on doing it until you get it right until you feel comfortable with it until it's ingrained into your mind into your muscles into your core into your everything so that just having that support system also having a supportive family who's like supportive of me pursuing this thing that i just wanted to do it was amazing so that to me told me like if you put your mind into it you put your mind into this new task it may not feel right in the first year you may feel like you're lagging behind you may feel like you're not making enough progress but you just need to sit back assess what you did why you feel like you haven't made progress and fix it and then move forward and then we're gonna go on and talk about a task that i tried that i was like man this is not me
onto the task that I didn't like. Well, I wouldn't say that I didn't like it. It was just like it wasn't for me. It didn't feel it didn't feel like me in a sense. So in the same society expo that I was in where I discovered ballroom, I saw Toastmasters. I was like, yeah, let me try this. Because I've already was I have always had an issue with like speaking in public. Like I was kind of those people that like, I felt like I would faint if someone pointed me to read in class. I was always those ones. Even though like I can I can do it, it's like I never felt comfortable with doing it. I was like, mm. presentations dreaded them. They felt like a pit in my stomach anytime I had to do a presentation in front of people, anytime I had to read, it felt like a pit in my stomach. I was like, no, can't do it. Felt like I want to pass out, legs shaking, hands shaking, stuttering here, there, everywhere. So I decided, I'm like, let me do this. Let me try this public speaking thing because as I'm doing my science degree, I'm going to have to do presentations. I'm going to have to go to conferences and speak professionally. So I have to be equipped with those skills in order to present my work. Or else it's going to, like my career is going to be lacking in a sense. Because what good is it if you can do all the work you can sit down you can write it you can research it you can analyze it but you can't present it to people in a way that they can understand and you can't confidently sit there or stand there and say this is my work this is this this is how it works so I was like uh-uh. this is gonna stand in the way of me and my longevity in this field or in any field necessarily if I can't sit in front of a room of people and tell them this is my work this is this so I was like this is gonna be good for my career let me do it so I tried it and I will say that the reason why I didn't take up the task long term was that I didn't invest myself that much into it I can say that I didn't because I remember during that time I was like I like borrow more so and so happened that the meetings and um, the gatherings for Toastmasters overlapped with borrow so if I did one I had to give up the other so if I go to the meeting for Toastmasters then I have to give up practice for forum so that was a boo-boo on my end because I should have scheduled it in a different way because I really wanted to pursue both but then there was also that like the scheduling conflict that happened with it and I also realized that I liked more and more so that always became a if I had to choose between the two I'll choose that one over this one and yes the experience was good but also in it I was plagued with that mindset of I'm not progressing far enough like I'm seeing people that I started with and they're already on their like third or fourth or fifth um um so what they call it is um I think sissy sissy something though long time ago 
um, so you have speeches that you do, and then you get critiqued on them, and then you have improvements on them, and then you move on to the next one, and the next one, and the next one. So I remember that people that I started with, like they were on their third and their fourth and their fifth, and some of them were already finishing their books, and I was like, ah. Oh. Like I'm so like I still haven't done my first because I'm not invested myself into this. So I was like, no, let me do one. And I sat there and I wrote it and I did it. And I was nervous, but I've seen others do it. I was like, okay, let me learn from these people. And I did good. But then by the time the end of the year came, I was like, hmm. Yeah, but I had to decide what I wanted to do next year as an extracurricular activity, and I was like, mm, no, no, we're not doing this anymore. We're not doing this anymore. But it was also stressing me out that I have to choose one or the other, and because I knew that I couldn't invest myself equally in both. So I was like, I have to let this go. I'll take it up maybe some other time in the future and I never did <laughs> but I was like I, I tried it though I did it I tried it I invested myself into it even though I didn't invest myself fully and I learned from that experience that if I'm going to do a task or I'm going to try something new I need to invest myself into it fully and I need to ask for help if I need it, make sure that it doesn't conflict with any of the other things that I'm doing in my life. Like it doesn't conflict with that. So I have to make sure that it's scheduled properly, that I don't rush myself, that I take my time to get to learn the task, not use other people as a benchmark to rank myself or to rank my, to rank my progress. Because that's not healthy. Because now you're going to end up rushing into things and then you're not going to see the benefit in it. Or you're just going to feel miserable even though you like the thing or you love doing the thing. Because now it's like, "Mm, what? So now, now, during 2020, I was like, let me try something else that's new. So, for people who know me, they know that I love nails. I love doing my nails. I love getting my nails done. I just love it. Like, I have tons and tons of polish and stuff in my house already before I took on this task. And, of course, when school was closed for, like, three months, I buried myself in YouTube. And I was like, let me watch some YouTube videos. And then these nail channels kept on getting recommended to me and I was like you know what let me just go buy a starter kit and just try it let me just try and do it and I did I was like okay bought the 700 rand starter kit with these colors and these things and I just started doing my nails some of them were mangled some of them like they looked sus like they looked horrible but I was like I'm just I'm trying it out trying this this thing that's new and it just made me fall 
for me actually it was like new new but it was like a new aspect of something that i already loved to do which was nails so i was like let me try gel and try doing gel overlays and let me do that and i was like okay i like doing this i like how it looks let me try painting first and just do one solid color that looks nice let me try doing a design that looks fun like something but let's do it again and just invested myself in just, just doing that and then when i'm learning more and then i get new stuff got some potty gels tried those i was like okay i'm good tried acrylic that was a mess um yeah that was like that was a mess that i'm still very apprehensive into going back and trying but i will try again but it's just it just especially during that time of like all the uncertainty and stuff it just made me feel good knowing that i'm doing something that makes me feel comfortable and it was like love it out of my comfort zone but like maybe like two steps out of my comfort zone it was, it was not like completely out of my comfort zone so that also i was like i enjoy doing this i love doing this and yeah i can't benchmark myself with people who have done nails for years so i need to take it at my own pace at my own time learn new techniques try to master those so that i can be the best that i can that i can be not compare myself to other people that they like i am good based on their standards rather So, takeaway from this episode, just try something. Try something new. Whether it means starting a business, taking up drawing, or working on a craft that you have worked on in the, pa- in the past, but you just let it go. Go back and do that. Maybe you might find joy. Maybe you might realize that it's something that you're always meant to do. Or you may realize, this is not for me. But at least you know you've tried and you've gained an experience from it. Because I realized that in all the things that I've tried in my life, there's always been a takeaway from it. Like with the public speaking, I learned that I have to schedule time for the things that I love. Schedule times for things that I want to do, things that I want to try and dedicate myself to it in order for me to improve and to progress and to actually see that this is something that I want to do or is something that is not for me. And I also learned through ballroom dancing that if I dedicate myself and I give it my all, but I also pace myself in a pace that I feel comfortable with, I'll be able to hit those benchmarks that I need to hit. So if it means that, oh, when it comes to drawing, that I know how to do maybe shorter work, and then I can go into applying color, then that means that I have to do it that way so that I can hit it, I can perfect this one thing, and then I can move on to the more advanced, more difficult level of this one thing that I want to do. So all these new experiences that I have pushed myself into have made me realize that 
there are things that are critical that I can learn from them. So I'd like to say thank you for joining me on this episode of the podcast. If you did enjoy it, please like it and share it with your friends. Until next time, bye. Thank you.